Welcome to the LaughSpin.com podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the LaughSpin podcast. My name is Mike, and with me is Dylan Godino. Laughspin editor in chief. What's up, buddy? Hey. Not too much, Michael. How are you doing? I'm great, sir. I'm great. You know why? Why? Because I have a week of vacation coming up. Yeah, tell me about that. What do you? What do you? What are your plans? We're officially going on our honeymoon. We're going to Ireland. You and your life partner? Yes. Yes. Me and my wife. We are uh, <laughs> officially going on our honeymoon. It's been I don't know what six months since our wedding. So I figure we might as well get that out of the way. Yeah, you should do that. Are you are you Irish? I am. I'm part Irish, part Scottish. I'm part of a lot of things. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. We're going to Ireland and Scotland, actually. You're just a big old white guy. I'm a big old European <laughs> white guy. <laughs> <laughs> you are white. Yeah, oh man, am I ever? Yeah, a whole lot of stuff. But uh, it's gonna be fun, man. I'm I'm excited. I'm uh, gonna meet up with. Well, actually, <laughs> my other from the masters of non podcast the other podcast that i do we have a we have a very um big uh fan from ireland get out that that we actually call irish ed because he's like one of our he's like listens to every show and all that shit and uh i told him i was coming and he's like dude we're partying i'm like yep we are it's (laughs) happening so (laughs) talk to my wife about it and she's like you you realize we do have to hang with them you realize this right and i'm like yeah and kind of we kind of do so it's gonna be good that's awesome yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's pretty crazy actually wow so uh so yeah so doing that and uh and i got some other good news this week what Um, are you pregnant no okay thank thank christ uh no i'm not not yet uh we uh we're getting a brand new upgrade on our direct tv with get this free tivo really yeah i'm so excited you have no idea because because we just got another tv yeah tv for the bedroom so i so and it's hd so i wanted to upgrade my receiver as well so i go on go to direct tv and they're like yeah you get a free upgrade here you go it's got tivo in it and i'm like yep could have went for other ones didn't got the one with tivo why because i fucking love tivo <laughs> you really have like a psychotic appreciation for TiVo. I do because think about it. Before TiVo, what did you do? You watch TV and you're like, I got to get home right away because if I miss two minutes of my show, I'm going to fucking forget everything. And West Wing isn't going to be the same. And fucking Archie Bunker's going to not make fun <laughs> of black people. And you're like, what happened? And you're totally <laughs> lost for like years, right? Because you right. missed that one episode, and everybody's talking about it. Or that episode of The Simpsons, and everybody was, fucking loves the Mr. Plow episode. Everybody loves it, and haven't seen it, and probably won't see it for another fucking eight years. What happened? TiVo happened! It's the greatest thing ever, dude. It was freaking great. And and uh, if you don't know, I mean, this ties in perfectly with our, with our sponsor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, with our sponsor, TiVo, because... Right now, not only can you yourself get a little off a new TiVo, you can get $25 off a new TiVo Premiere P4 or XL4 DVR if you use the promo code ATC at TiVo.com. 
ATC, as in All Things Comedy. That is our comedy network. That's where you should go to get all your great comedy podcasts. But more importantly, that's where you should go to be able to use your your promo code ATC to get $25 off the new TiVo Premiere P4 XL, XL4 DVR. This code expires all the way until November? What? That's crazy, but that's all right, dude. Get there now. 25 bucks off, and you will get TiVo, which is the greatest freaking thing ever. You got, and here's the newest thing, too. TiVo Stream, you can watch that on your iPad all over your house or, you know, wherever, wherever you want to go. Um, here's the thing. If this comes in time, I'm going to be able to download all a bunch of shit, bring it with us, watch all my TiVo stuff on the airplane. That's amazing. Um, dude, I'm so excited. I'm so excited about TiVo. I really That's am. amazing. We should we should make sure people know that they have to go to TiVo.com yes. in, in order to, to do that. TiVo.com, order your TiVo, put in promo code ATC, get 25 bucks off. It's simple. It's easy. It's simple. Do it. So, so there you go. There's, uh, there's some love for the one and only TiVo this week. I love it. Love it. All right. Um, we got some stuff uh, going on on the website as well. You have uh, an interview with Sarah Schaefer. That was yes. Uh, that was it de- recently, or was it delight? Very recent. Yeah, the delightful cool. Sarah Schaefer, who uh, is uh, the co-host of uh, Nikki and Sarah Live on MTV, which is returning uh, July thirtieth every um, Thursday night on MTV. Nikki Glaser and Sarah Schaefer uh, host a late night chat show on MTV. And I chatted with Sarah Schaefer, so go to laughspin.com to check out that interview. And maybe by the time you hear this, my I also interviewed Nikki, and that I'm spacing them a week apart. So maybe by the time you listen to this, the, the Nikki Glazer interview will be up there as well. In addition to that, we just released our newest episode of the podcast, which features my interview with Brian Regan, who, if you don't know, is one of the greatest comedians of our time. It's a <laughs> fact. There's just no arguing it. And you should definitely go to either iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud or TuneIn.com or just go to LaughSpin.com and you'll find it there. And you could play the Brian Regan interview. And we're actually going to listen to a clip from it right now. Here's my, here's my least favorite heckle in my life, in my career. I was on stage... And what I try to do is once something is on a CD or a DVD or something like that, sure. then I try to move away from it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, but you can't do it on a dime. Right. So I'm doing a show. I don't know where I was. I'm doing a show and I, I had done about a half hour of stuff that I knew was not on anything. It wasn't like on a CD or a DVD. Yeah, yeah. But then I thought, okay, I need a, an old bit to transition from one thing into the next. So I do the old bit and a guy in the back yells, Heard it. <laughs> oh, God. Man, man, oh, man. Are we allowed to strangle people in this community? Can I strangle him and get off? <laughs> I mean, jeez, buddy. What do I got to do for you? How long was that? Was that some, somewhat recent? Yeah, about a year ago. Wow. You know? What a so jerk. You can't please everybody. What an idiot. Yeah. And as a comic... Uh, I've, I've, I've talked to a few of you guys, Mm -hmm. you comics as a comic, you will then fixate on that person for the rest of the show. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and I'm not above that. I, uh, I can, well, sometimes I can be above it. Sometimes I can't, you know, it used to be like in a comedy club or something like that. You would, 
you can see more people up front, and the yeah. one person that's not smiling or laughing, that's the one you, you zone in. Right, of course. But I've learned, like, in these kind of venues here, I just, if I see, like, somebody with that kind of vibe, I just immediately go, look over. Look over on top. Just let this guy go. Right, right. Because I think I got to go for the majority, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, it is a weird uh personality trait that we all have there you have it brian regan and you know something interesting you said in the beginning of the show because i I just uh finished listening to it and something you said i thought that was really interesting was oh at the beginning at the beginning of the brian regan episode Oh, okay the beginning of the brian regan interview um you said that he's like the most successful comedian without any kind of major tv or movie deal which is yeah he consistently sells out theaters with nothing but more than like word of mouth and and just yeah it's amazing and, and, and he's like the nicest guy in comedy, too. He really is. It's, a, it's really an anomaly because, I mean, if you think of all the people selling out theaters, yeah. um, I mean, just off the top of my head, you have somebody like Aziz Ansari, who's doing so well. But, right. you know, he's been on uh, how many six seasons of Parks and Recreation? Right, so, right, right. So that has helped. He's, he's been in movies. And Human uh, Giant and all that stuff. Right, MTV, yeah. right. So you have Louis C.K., who right. has his own television show. Uh, yep. You have, you know, Lisa Lampanelli, who sells out theaters, who, um, you know, has been on all the roasts. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim Gaffigan sells out theaters. Now, he's, he's an interesting guy because, yes, he's been in movies, and yes, he's been in television, but by and large, he's the closest thing to Brian Regan. Yeah. Um, you know, by and large, he is selling out theaters because of what... You know, he has accomplished on stage. Yes, he's had, you know, bit parts. He was uh, uh, one of the stars on that My Boys on TBS. But and sure. And certainly that stuff has helped. He's been on Broadway. Um, But by and large, he's he's the closest thing you got to Brian Regan. But Brian Regan, I mean, literally like I mean, this is it. He's been on Letterman 28 times. (laughs) Uh, which is his TV exposure, which is really just a testament to how well, you know, he, he's loved in the comedy community because nobody has been on Letterman 28 times except for Brian Regan. And to, to think of that and to think that Brian Regan is not like a household name, it just, it just shows you that somebody like Letterman has such an immense respect for this dude. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and he's great and he's great at what he does. And, uh, I think both of them have one thing going for them that is that they're both very family friendly, so they can yeah. They can, but also very clever. So at the same time, us sick bastards who have you know sick sense of humor will actually like it because the the jokes are pretty clever and you know yeah. And, but at the same time, uh, you know they don't have a lot of dirty words in them, so mom can listen. Yeah, and that's I mean they <laughs> they definitely they were clean, but I mean, and it's I, I didn't even realize. I mean, it took me years to realize that Brian Regan was a clean comic. And that's, you know, I wasn't reading a bunch of press, you know, all right. If, if there is like a newspaper article about Brian Regan, the angle is always that he's clean and you'll, and you'll, and you guys, you know, if you listen to the Brian Regan, um, if you listen to the Brian Regan interview, I did, um, you'll notice in the intro, you know, when I intro him, I don't mention that he works clean right during our interview. We don't mention it. I just don't, I, I feel like I'm so tired of like, 
you know, when he comes into town, you'll see like a regional newspaper, you know, do a story on him. And the angle is always that he works clean. I, right, right, and right. I'm not, and I'm not making this up. It, it took me years. I first listened to Brian Regan in 2000. Uh, after I saw him in 2000 on Comedy Central, I went back and I bought his album from 1997. L- loved it. it. It took me, it, it took me years until like I just stumbled across a, a newspaper article that pointed out the fact that he works clean. Yeah, like, I, I had no idea. Like, yeah, it, it's kind of the, it's kind of what other people um, promote about him, but what he does not promote about him. Yeah, I, that's right. Think, he doesn't. Yeah, which I think uh, you know is smart of you to to intro, in, introduce him as sub something in that in that regard, just because I think if you ask him, he's probably sick of it. <laughs> yeah, you know? I I I believe he is. Yeah. So, but very cool. <laughs> Listen to the entire interview on laughspin.com right now. Also on soundcloud.com as the uh, place to uh, pick it up and comment on it. And what are your, uh, you know, your maybe follow up questions for, for Dylan to, about Brian or maybe to Brian in a future interview? You never know. You never know. You, ne- you, you never know. You never know, son. All right, let's get to the comedy news. Comedy news. Uh, Donald Glover, this is, uh, here you go. This just proves that not a week can go by without some major news coming out of the world of community. Donald Glover <laughs> will no longer be a full-time cast member on community. What? He's only going to be starring in uh, five of the upcoming 13 episodes. Yeah. What's going on here, sir? That's, that's the report from the peeps over at Vulture, which is uh, the uh, New York Magazine's uh, entertainment section. They, they broke this news saying that because... Um, Glover wants to concentrate on his music, Childish Gambino. He's put out like four albums uh, as Childish Gambino. Gambino. It's kind of a hip hop uh, project he's he's been doing for years and years. So apparently he wants to focus on that. Perhaps put out a fifth album. And because of that, he um, they 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 brokered some sort of deal where he wouldn't leave the show totally, but he would appear on uh, like you said five of the thirteen episodes in season right. five which of course dan Harmon is now back and helming community mm-hmm. and i mean i think it's a smart move mainly because he's kind of you know uh leaving one wave as it's as it's crashing down and picking up another one as it's going up i mean his his album debuted at number 11 yeah on billboard 200 charts that's pretty that's pretty damn good and that's pretty that's a pretty good gamble to uh to get on to uh, you know further his career after looking past community, which we I kind of I, I kind of feel like the writing's on the wall here. So there there you go, very cool. All right, uh, Dane Cook announcing the Under Oath Comedy Tour, which is going to be his first in four years. This is hu- this is huge news. This is huge news uh, because we all know about the immense popularity of of Dane Cook, and after his crazy successful uh last tour it took him four years but he's finally putting another one together and uh it's gonna be kicking off september 12th in dc and uh end in boston on october 19th what are you hearing you hearing anything else at a dane's camp as far as what uh you know any more any more details on this yeah i mean he uh he gave an interview to uh, entertainment weekly uh, not to plug other sites, but hey, Dane didn't come to us for the uh, <laughs> the for the exclusive. Um, so yeah, I mean, he told them uh, that he's definitely he's he's going back to his roots 
um, you know, the his his first album, he said he basically said he's going back to uh, very observational stuff, a lot of gender material, um, a lot of just quick laughs, uh, just a lot of the stuff that made him popular on his first album, uh, Harmful of Swallowed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he was an, an isolated incident. I, re- I really liked Isolated Incident because of uh, its, its dark undertones. Uh, you know, he talked about, you know, his, his, his parents dying. Uh, I and he and he, he and he shot and recorded it at the Laugh Factory, which for him was is you know that's his home club. But for a special, it was a very intimate setting. You know, I think there's like three, four hundred people that could fit in there. Um, so I really, I really liked Isolated Incident. It was my favorite album of his. Um, you know, in the, the latter day, Dane Cook, his, you know, but I, I also really enjoyed his first album. I know he's, you know, he's he's gotten so much shit. I've, I. It, Early on in me running this website, I, I mean, I defended Dane Cook a lot, and it's just be, it just became so exhausting because some people's uh, some people just blindly bash him for uh, for no reason. I mean, if if you have consumed his albums and you don't like them, I get it, uh, but I feel like it, it just became a sport to just bash Dane Cook. And uh, you know, I'm not saying he's the greatest comedian in the world, but I have I have never not. I, I've never stopped thinking that he was talented uh, and entertaining. So I, you know, hopefully he's playing the Beacon in New York City. Hopefully I'll be able to um, attend that and, and report back to you, Mike. Cool. Yeah. Um, Dan Cook is interesting. He became kind of like the first internet sensation that that just went really that su- went supersonic and was yesterday's news the next the next day like it now nowadays it happens all the time to the yeah. point where you don't even have time to like something and then hate it like it's before it's even done with its 15 minutes of fame people are already trolling it and being assholes about it and stuff like that so unfortunately he had to be one of the first so that yeah. took a lot I mean, I think that was a he took a lot more than maybe he should have, because nowadays, like I said, with Twitter and everything, you can people love and hate something immediately. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's instantaneous to the point where it's over. It's over within, you know, 24 hours. If anything, uh, he was able to sustain that as long as he, you know, into a, you know, look, look at this taking four years off of a tour and, you know, being being totally fine with that. Yeah, I think he's doing fine. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Cool for Dane, man. That's great. Uh, tickets go on sale, by the way, uh, Friday, July 12th at 10 a.m. Uh, okay. Got more audio for you. Kurt Brownholer. Yes. He's got an album out, How Do I Land, out August 20th. And, mm-hmm. uh, and we have a track that you would like to listen to. Right. Hell yeah. Let's do it. I really, I really like this. It's a. Uh, it's uh, basically it's it's him. It's Kurt explaining to the crowd exactly who he is and where he came from. It's hilarious. It is. Here you go. You guys are such a great crowd. I feel bad that I have to freak you out now, Ugh. <laughs> guys. Because I want to tell the truth. I want to tell the truth. And here's three true facts about myself, Kurt Brownholer. One, I breastfed. Until I was five years old. Deal with that guy in the back. Deal with that. That is true. 
That is, look at me, no, it's true. Five years old. That's some Game of Thrones shit, motherfuckers. All right? Yeah, true. Five! Deal with that! I have a specific memory of breastfeeding and watching Phil Donahue and asking my mom to change a channel because I was bored. Five! know it was weird until I started telling people but also I'm six foot four and I never get sick <laughs> don't clap for that you fucking weirdos second fact my best friend from ages five to ten had Tourette's and I had no idea he moved away when I was 10 years old. My mom was like, did you know Michael had Tourette's? I was like, what's that? She's like, watch this video. And I was like, somebody should have told me. Because I just thought it was our fun way of chatting with each other. And I would mimic him back to himself all the time. I'd be like, yeah, no, we should. Uh, uh, and then hit him and agree with him again. Because that's how he just proposed to me. Third fact, true fact. I started smoking when I was 10 years old. What up, Jersey? 10. Five years after I stopped breastfeeding, I started smoking. And the entire time in between, I was pretending like I had Tourette's. That's how you make this. Those are the ingredients in this soup. Awesome. Fucking love it. And he represents Jersey there, too, which is great. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Started that's right. smoking He's... when I was 10. Thanks, Jersey. Love it. That's right. <laughs> I wonder where he grew up. I wonder if he grew up... I mean, he it had to have been near where we are. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> Probably a lot of us breastfed when we were five, so don't worry about it. He's <laughs> he's he's I, he's at home here. I was I was twenty five. There you go. <laughs> Holding on. All right, um Jenna Elfman joins Growing Up Fisher on NBC. She's gonna be replacing Parker Posey in this uh in this sitcom. What what else you got on this? What's what yeah. is it all about, sir? I was kind of bummed when uh, I love Parker Posey. So that do I. Sort of, she's great. I, she's she's awesome. Uh, so I was really bummed to know that uh, she did not make the cut. However, I also really like Jenna Elfman. Yeah, I I, I like her too, man. It's, it's if you got to replace her with somebody, there you go. So um, yeah, she was uh, on sixteen hundred pen, which no offense to Jenna or Bill Pullman or that the rest of the cast. I just thought was I just thought it was awful. It, it you know, was I'll tell you what, un, unwatchable. It, it was, and and uh, I I got I have to say this. I'm sorry. I'm, I have to say this. I think it was because Josh Gad tried a little too hard. Dude, he was awful. <laughs> he was re okay. Good. I was. He hoping, was awful. I was hoping you'd be like, dude, 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 dude. He's my. He was my best man. My wedding. <laughs> Like I didn't want to hear that from you. <laughs> no, I mean, I always, I, I, I always feel bad, like you're like, like tearing into anybody just because you're. Sometimes you're like, yeah, no, he's kind of a friend. I'm like, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> 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 
no, I mean, listen, I'm sure, I mean, I know he's incredibly talented, but. Oh, he is. I mean, some, I I don't get it. Like, it was, some of the premises were fucking just so absurd. Yeah, and I really tried to give it a shot, too. So did I. So did I. I mean, I try to really give any NBC show a shot because I feel bad for them. (laughs) I'm like, come on, this, this'll be, this'll be good. That's terrible. This oh, will be good. The little network that could. Here you go. And I mean, on, I mean, and the cast on paper, Bill Pullman. I fucking yeah. love Bill Pullman. I know. Fucking Jenna Elfman. She, I I love Jenna Elfman. She's fucking I'm like, space come balls. on. He was, he, Let's. Yeah, he fucking. He ruled. What? Yeah. So I'm like, how could this be bad? Yeah. Josh Gad, man, they focused too much on him, and he was not. He did couldn't carry that shit himself, and he and. He just he uh, he tried a little too hard. It was a little too weird. He was a little too helpless, and it was like, dude, just come on, man, just tone it down a bit. Tone it down. I loved him. You know his 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 part, his little um, cameo uh, piece in uh, Party Down. When he was on Party Down, he was part of the Young Republicans Club. Yeah. When they did that, and Ken Marino burnt the flag and all that shit. Uh, mm-hmm. That episode, he was awesome in that. He was awesome in that. If he just had that kind of, that kind of level to him, I think he would have. The show would have been a little bit better. Yeah. Well, it's gone. But Jenna Elfman is still on NBC. She's like you said, going to be on the show Growing Up Fisher, which is uh, it stars J.K. Simmons, who's amazing. Love him. Uh, yeah, he's he's the best. One of the most versatile actors of our of our time. He's um, a good singer, and- believe it or not. I think you told. I think you said that. Yeah. Last time we mentioned him. Yeah. Should I have to Google and uh, he was and in try a, to find? I think he was. I don't know if he was in the original cast, but he was in a a Broadway cast of uh, Guys and Dolls. Really? Yeah. I don't know if it was the original cast. That's amazing. He's like, yeah. I mean, now that I know that, he's even more versatile than than I than I even thought originally. Yeah. Yeah. He's great. Um, so this show, Growing Up Fisher, it was originally called The Family Guide. Um, and oh, and that's a good idea that they changed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so J.K. Simmons plays a blind dude and, uh, you know, raising his, his family. He's got the ex-wife and Jenna Elfman plays the ex-wife. So, um, we'll see what goes, we'll see what goes on. Hopefully this will do well. Again, the cast, I mean... Jenna Elfman and J.K. Simmons. I would love to see this this show do well. Mm. Cool. All right, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, speaking of NBC, NBC alum Jerry Seinfeld was recently on Jimmy Fallon, and uh, he does this thing where every time Seinfeld comes on, I guess they've done it a couple of times. They take questions from the audience, and uh, Seinfeld answers them in his Seinfeldian way. So uh, here's a little bit of that. But they do watch the show. My kids watch, watch the show. And yeah. I stopped and I asked them one time, I said, why are you watching this? Are you Because I think it must be a weird experience for them to see dad. To see dad. It's, like if dad. it's like if Fred Flintstone was your dad. <laughs> and he's on TV <laughs> all the time. Uni- yeah. universe, yeah. So I asked my daughter, why are you watching this? Do you watch this because it's so bizarre to see your dad on a TV show? Or because you like the show? And she thought about it. And she went, I don't know. Do you find your kids act like you? Yeah, like, they do. They, do they say, like, Seinfeld stuff? Do they, they do. They, they write material and do... Well, they, 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 they get the attitude, yeah. you know? It's like, I, I'll say to my... 
one of my kids, you know, it's time for dinner, and they go, oh, like I didn't already know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... You can ask me that again. Yeah. So what, uh... So what was it, what what is Jerry Seinfeld promoting? Like what is he, he? I think he was on the uh, show to promote the new season of Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, okay. which which is his web series that Crackle dot com has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. And have you watched any of that? Uh yeah, I watched. Um, oh Christ! Oh, I watched the Sarah Silverman one. Okay, which was uh, really good. And the season, he's also going to have uh, Letterman on, and uh, just a—I uh, mean, he—he he always gets a, a bunch of great people on. Oh yeah, totally. I think I watched one too. I think I actually watched the Sarah Silverman one as well. All right, very good. All right, next, and uh, yeah, next, comedian Angela Johnson's musical alter ego—is it Bon Kiki? Bon Kiki, I think. Kiki, Bon Kiki. Yeah. Lands a deal with Atlantic Records. I have to be honest with you. I have no idea what this is about. Really? <laughs> yeah. I don't did get you, it. What, she, what did, did she do? She, did, did you ever watch Matt TV? Uh, kind of. So she, um, uh, Angela Johnson, uh, actually is another comedian who uh, can sell out theaters, uh, but who, who does so because of her Matt TV appearances. Um, so... Yeah, so Angela Johnson has this character she plays, Bonquiqui, who is basically a disgruntled fast food employee. And there's, and there's, it was a recurring character on Mad TV. But after Mad TV went off the air, she sort of resurrected this character on YouTube. And it did really well, so much so that she started recording songs as Bonquiqui. So mm-hmm. the the disgruntled, you know, uh, fast food employee decided she wanted to be a hip hop artist, and they started. She started writing. Her and her husband. Her husband's in the music business. They started creating songs around Bon Quiqui. She put out a video last year. She just put out a new video this um, uh, just a week or so ago that you could see on Laughsman dot com, mm-hmm. and. She, I, I was, I talked to her on the phone and she revealed to me that she, that Atlantic Records signed her to a record deal. So Bonquiqui is going to put out her own record. Wow. Cool. So this is kind of like, kind of sort of like the Childish Gambino thing, only it's, uh, it's more of a character. She's kind of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is absolutely a character. This is sort of, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of like a spinal tap. Nice. It's kind of okay. like a, a hip hop spinal tap. A hip hop spinal tap. Well, there you go. Very nice. And when does that come out? That. Uh, the- oh, I mean, this is like so early. She literally, when I when I spoke to her, she had she had she had signed the record deal like two weeks ago. Okay, very good. So they're in the process of making a making a record, making a music, making music. All right, very cool. Very 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 nice. Very nice. And uh, finally, we have a little bit more audio for you. We have a track from the new album, Beta Male. That's out July 30th. Kumail Nanjiani. Kumail Nanjiani. That's a, I like that. That's a good, that's a good name to say. Isn't it? Feel, when you're feeling blue. <laughs> <laughs> and here's, here's a little audio. This is uh, a track from his album, Beta Male. I live in California, and I moved to a new house. And the woman, the woman who used to live in the house I moved into had two indoor cats, like two pet cats that just stayed inside. And when she moved, she just left the cats outside and just moved away. 
Yeah, and one of the cats went feral right away. Like a little too quickly, you know? Like it could not wait. It was like, this is where I belong! And just fucking ran off. Like a kid on a school trip who just takes all his clothes off, runs into the forest, fuck everything! Tomorrow's not coming! Gone. We see her far away on rooftops, silhouetted against the night sky. Murder in her mouth. Lost cause. The other cat is this really sweet and friendly male cat, and he's just trying to get back into the house. Yeah, and he's really confused. He looks at us like, no, 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 you don't understand. I live here. Who are you fucking people? But after a couple weeks, he starts trying like different tactics, you know? Like sometimes he'll hide behind a car and we open the door, he'll like try to like, run right by us. <laughs> Some days he'll act like real nonchalant, like thanks for getting the door for me. <laughs> One time he showed up in like a pizza guy outfit. <laughs> We're like, why would we let the pizza guy into the house? <laughs> Tiny brains. He was like Meowminos. He said Meowminos. <laughs> no pants, just a shirt. Tiny pizza to us, just a cheese cookie, you know? 30 Meowminos or less, that's what he said. <laughs> so we had him put down. <laughs> Clearly, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> he got run over by a truck. <laughs> I like the people that groaned. What point did you believe that story tell? <laughs> Meowminos made sense? Austin? This cat learned to say Meowminos and this fucking comedian watched it die. Not on board. All right, there you go. You, now, Kumat, you've you've uh, had Nanjiani's uh, name has appeared on the show more than once. Sure, you're, you're, a, fan, you're a fan of his, I'm assuming. Um, you want to know something? I uh, I did not. I have not delved into his comedy as much as I probably should have until yeah. I got the advanced copy of this album. Okay. And uh, from the little I saw of him, you know, in the past few years. I thought he was fine. Yeah. Uh, but this album, and I'm, and I'm not just saying this, it's good. It's nice. It's good. I really enjoy what he does. Um, he's he's very revelatory. He is he's he's honest. I didn't know that he had such an honest raw streak to him. Yeah. Um, but he does. He really does. He he grew up in Pakistan. Um, so he, t he talks about that a little bit. Uh, he talks about some incredibly, you know, uh, embarrassing situations he's gotten himself into. It's really good. Beta Mail. It's out on July 30th. Cool. Seal of approval right there. That's what that is. <laughs> D Dylan's stuttering seal of approval. <laughs> Very cool. What do you say we get out of here? You want to do it? Let's do it. You guys, thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. If you've been commenting on SoundCloud, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you've left 
we've, we've, we've been getting more reviews on iTunes. Please keep on doing that. We really appreciate it. Thank you if you've already done it. You should be following us on Twitter at LaughSpinCom and on Tumblr and on Facebook. And if you want to get in touch with me directly, by all means, do so at Dylan at LaughSpin.com, D-Y-L-A-N at LaughSpin.com. And remember to check out uh, my interview with Brian Regan. Uh, which is uh, on iTunes and Stitcher and all those good places. And we've got uh, seven or eight other uh, comedian interviews that you should be checking out, too. Louis Black, Kamau Bell. Uh, the list goes on and on, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, for my other podcast, mastersofnone.com is the website to uh, listen to that. Thank you very much. All right. We will see you next week right here on The Last Spin Podcast. See ya. Ooh.